hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Lisa. And uh, this is Designated Parenting, where we're going to take a look at some kids' programming through the eyes and lens of adult beverages. So, cheers. Cheers, and welcome. Yes. So, ah, boy, how was your week? I mean, my week was okay. Like, I don't... I feel like it shouldn't have been that busy on paper, but it felt bananas. <laughs> like it's it definitely like kind of sped up towards the end. Yeah, which it is kind one of, of ramped things. up. Like yeah. Monday really wasn't a big deal. Tuesday wasn't a big deal. But then it was like Wednesday, well, Thursday, was, Friday. Tuesday was pretty crazy because you had a haircut and well, a yeah, Cub Scout meeting. I had a meeting. haircut and a Cub Scout meeting. You're now sporting like a severe undercut. Yeah, on it's the like side. a it's like a whole side shave. Yeah, it's... It's like I have half a head of hair right now. It's great. It has the, like, recent head injury look going for her. Yeah, it's it's very bold. It's it's, a bold look. Yeah, says the girl in a leopard print bathrobe at the moment. I mean, it's a bathrobe. That's fair. You can kind of get rid of... You can get away with a lot of stuff. There's not a lot of pretense with a bathrobe. That's right. But would I wear this if it was, like, a leopard print evening gown? I would. And do you have a very similar leopard print overcoat? I do. So, I do, so, you know. Yeah. You've never met a leopard print you don't love. It's a neutral, guys. Like, just, it's, how can a print made of tan and brown and black not be neutral? I don't Those think, are all neutral colors. That word, I do not think it means what you think it means. Like. <laughs> leopard print is a neutral, guys. I mm, disagree. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, you're gonna make the most adorable, crazy old lady. I'm so excited about it, honestly. Like it's every be year, I get older, and I'm like, yes, like yeah, let's bring it on. maybe in 20 more years, I can wear ridiculous hats. You have like six hats, three but... of which are probably ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I think I only have like two ridiculous hats. See again, our I think our threshold of ridiculousness probably maybe. is on opposite sides some, of that like, third hat. Straw fedoras. Which is... Uh... That I wear around. One's like real cheap and has gotten wet and will go to the beach and then die a terrible death. It, um, it served well. Yeah, I need to buy another cheap straw fedora to wear in the water. Because I don't... <sighs> you like that one. That one's nice. Well, the problem is they're nice and then they get wet and, and then, then they get wonky. Garbage, yeah. Because they're not made to be worn like swimming because regular people don't wear hats swimming. The regular people don't have transparent skin, <laughs> so... That's fair. You're like those mythical fish that, like, you can see I all mean, their organs. And, like, I wear sunscreen, but, like, it's never enough. No. So. You, just need to, you need to take your leopard skin, or leopard print uh, bathrobe out there, and then you will Right, burn. and just completely cover cover up. Every square inch. Um, so, but yeah, so that was Tuesday. You got your yeah, crazy Yeah, that was Tuesday. Haircut. I got my crazy haircut. You love it. It's what fine. Are you it's great. About? You look adorable. Also, hair is very temporary. <laughs> Well, and the other thing is, like, I think 90% of your fashion choices come down to attitude. Right. And you have that in spades. And it's like, whatever, I can pull this off. You can pull I it off. It's I awesome. Talk to you about it. It's great. And Lucy also got a lot shorter haircut and 
She has a little bit of an undercut, yeah. too, and it's real cute. Yeah. And she's like, I think next time I want my undercut more like your undercut. And I was like, okay. All right. So cool. she's totally going to have like a crazy yeah, like, uh, haircut, which I'm fine with, but I'm definitely going to hear it from grandparents. Uh-huh. You will. It's <laughs> like, I don't hear it. Like, apparently I have no say in this process because like... <laughs> It's like, mm-hmm, they look at you. I'm like, what? I'm here too. Like, this is like half my head. Yes, so, it's, it's fine. Whatever. I We can deal with it. And It's not a big deal. Also, both grandparent grandmas have like way short hair. It's way short so, hair. So like, what shade are they throwing? I don't, anyway, I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. Um, it doesn't, yeah, anyway, so that doesn't was matter. Tuesday. Wednesday was all the churches. Wednesday was church You went stuff. to yoga. For the I went to yoga for the first time in like a month. I looked up on my app. Um, of when the last time I went and it was like, uh, March. So, yeah, I'm so, glad you got back. Yeah, that it was, was good. good. It was good. It was real good to go. And then, yeah, but it was like mostly Thursday. <gasps> Thursday. Thursday, you went to go see Avengers Endgame. Uh-huh. So super late at night. Super late. Oh my gosh. Guys, I'm not like 18 anymore and I'm reminded of that heinously. <laughs> When he decides uh, to buy, like, 9.45 tickets yeah. to a three-hour movie. Yeah, we got out of there at, like, one fifteen was when the movie released. And so I was home a little bit before 2. I was in bed right around 2 a.m. And then we Meanwhile, had... I get up at 4 a.m. Yeah, and, like, one of our kids had to wake us up at 3 a.m. for some um, unfortunate uh, bed situations. And, yep. and so, like, I never really got to sleep. So I ended up calling into work and being like, I'm going to take a half a day, guys. And, uh, and I had my schedule set up. I was like, just so everybody's clear, there's a very strong chance I'm not going to be here Friday morning. If things go amazingly well, I might, but just don't anticipate Let's plan me, on me being not there. being in any meetings. So I did that. And so I, I called in that I worked from home because I had meetings in the afternoon uh, and did that. So that was fun. And then... Friday, you took the kids to Kings Island? Yeah, I went down to Kings Island with the kids, met some folks, and, like, just the youngest two, because the oldest just wanted to stay at home alone. And I queued up Iron Man and Thor for him, so he could enjoy those. So he stayed home and watched Iron Man and Thor, and I had a friend come over, and we painted. Right, we didn't leave him home alone. (laughs) We did some some painting. And so we went down to Kings Island, we rode a couple of rides, just kind of had a good time, met up some grandparents, they were down there. And so it was it was a good time. Everybody like had the best Friday. It was it was a good Friday. Like everybody kind of worked out and then Saturday you took the kids to the lesson, swim lessons. Mm-hmm. I put the grill together. So we got a new grill yes. cuz our old grill rusted to pieces. Our old grill like fell apart. Yeah, it was like a complete structure failure of apparently you're supposed to cover them up during the winter. Yeah. Like pro tip. Pro apparently tip. those grill covers they sell literally everywhere. <laughs> They're kind of a thing. <laughs> For so, a reason, guys. So, yeah, if you want to save yourself a couple hundred bucks... Buy the grill cover. Buy the grill and cover. And use it. Yeah. We had one, and then we had a windstorm, and it disappeared. And it ended up, like, It's, like, three counties away. over now. Yeah, it's knows? in a ditch somewhere. It's It's gone. But, um... So I got that set up, and then we went to, like, this little, like, parks... Parks Department, like, Leslie Nope would have so approved of this thing. It was so cute. They had all these little booths where you got a sticker 
to if you went there and talked to them and they would tell you like the library was like oh here's our all summer reading programs and like this other place was like yeah these are all our summer sports programs another place was like yeah we go around and we have drum lessons and i was like nope um but although all of our kids super love the drumming yeah like, meanwhile our kids are like joining a drum line yeah it was like adorable. in the circle banging on the five gallon well, they have started listening to They Might Be Giants, so we might be hitting, like, the sophomore college student age a little... <laughs> a little early. A little early. Um, but, uh, so, that was just great, and there was a guy there from Swim Lessons, mm-hmm. and he saw us walk up, he's like, oh, I know you guys, here's your sticker. Like, just like, I'm not... Uh, I'm, not I'm not here for the hard sell. Yeah, we, we don't need a hard sell, you guys. You guys are doing great. And so, we did that, and if you got all the stickers, because you talked to all the people, you got a free kite. So we got kites, and we went, and as soon as we got our kites, all the wind died. Of course. And so our kids were running, like, laps. We There were just, like, a bunch of kids running, like, counterclockwise around this field around with the kites. Track. Well, there wasn't even a f- track. It was just a field that they were going to fly them in, and they were just running counterclockwise around this all together. And so, like, a, me and a bunch of other, like, parents are just standing on the side going, yeah, that'll work. Like, That's yeah, fun. run. Just, yeah, keep, keep I'm going. Sure, I'm sure it'll go up there eventually if you so, just keep running. And we came home for naps. And then Eldest had a play date. Yep. Lucy and, had uh, a... Uh, uh, I don't know why I'm calling him Eldest. Malachi had a play date. Well, it's okay. I had switched back and forth between using their real names and then uh, using descriptors. But, like, everybody that listens to this knows our kids and knows <laughs> us at this point. Like, I know that you should not kidnap them. Like, there's no... Right, it's not that. a good idea. Um... um Yes. He had a play date, and then she, Lucy had a... Had a birthday party. And, and I went to uh, the Dayton Barbecue Rodeo. Which was my jealous moment. With, with my with a friend. And it was amazing. Yep. I ate so much barbecue. I actually didn't eat at all that whole day, and then I put it all into my fitness pal just for, like, kicks. <laughs> because I was like, I like I, that's just... I'm just interested. I'm just interested in seeing, like... What does a barbecue parfait that's like smoked chicken and then green beans and then pulled pork and then oh grind potatoes and then brisket like in a cup like in a like a sixteen ounce cup? I'm imagining like the the parfaits you get at McDonald's. So good, but like of nothing but savory goodness. Oh, it's like the best, you guys. If you haven't had, but I, I do want to back up though. Lucy's parfait. birthday party had a petting zoo. Yeah, and she got to touch a kangaroo. Yeah, like she was. I've never touched a kangaroo. She was going through the list, and she's like, "So yeah, there was like some goats and an alpaca and a llama and some sheep and and ducks, ducks and a kangaroo and a rabbit." I was like, "Wait, back up one. Like, what are these things?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like, "Yeah, it was a kangaroo. Like, that's just a thing you bring when you bring the farmyard petting zoo. Farmyard petting zoo to a children's birthday party. Yeah. Lucy has some extra friends. Like, yeah, indeed. Her friends are extra. Like, she's always coming back from birthday parties that I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm never going to have a birthday party like that. Just so we're clear, that's not how our birthday parties work. But I'm glad you got to pet a kangaroo. Check that off your, your bucket list. So that's cool. But also, who the... Who lets a 
eight-year-old pet a kangaroo. Those things are like little murder machines. Do they? Do they? I, I imagine they're them from like, Australia. I imagine them with like boxing gloves at all times. Yeah, that's because you watch Tom and Jerry. I mean, maybe. Maybe just a little. Did they have punching kangaroos? In yeah, Tom remember? And Jerry? Like, no, I don't remember. This is like yeah, in my consciousness, thing. but I don't remember. Yeah, it was a thing. It was. It was. I don't remember how that happened, but it happened. But anyway. So then that was that, and then Sunday we just kind of visited. We both worked out a lot. We both worked out. I ran a mile. It took me 15 minutes. I wanted to die the entire time. I ran two miles. It took me 25 minutes, and I feel awesome because my people are genetically adapted to run away screaming from any right. sign of conflict. Right, so. and my, my body is not meant to run away. My body is meant to stay and smite my enemies. You are a Viking. I am, <laughs> I don't know... A mutant of everything possible. So, but there's some French in there, so that explains that, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just not meant to run. No, I, it's so hard for me. But I run. And then I came in like I run so far away. and sputtering, and you were like, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "My body's rejecting running." Yeah. Well, I'm like, it's one of those things where you're like, "I can't breathe." I'm like, "I've never run and not been able to breathe." Like, uh, like literally, I can't jog without not being able to breathe. Like that's just what I do. Like. I don't know. Meanwhile, I can swing a kettlebell like 300 times and it's not a big deal. Which you also did this afternoon, which which is baller. Like, I can't even move your kettlebell, so. (laughs) You've moved it before. (laughs) I think I've kicked my toe on it way more than I moved it, just for the record, but. um, It sits in the corner. Yeah, it's over by my guitar, so that's fine. So, anyway, so that was our. I mean, yeah, I guess we've kind of rambled about our week. Yeah. Sorry. It was a good week, but, like, also, I saw Avengers Endgame. I think we blew by that. Yes. It's amazing. We're going to try not to have any spoilers because this is not an Avengers Endgame podcast. But I will say this, like, it it did make me realize because I was trying to explain a couple of things, like, kind of setting things up for it because I think we might see it on Friday. Yes. If we have the time. Um, and by the time I mean three freaking hours of kid-free bliss. Right, which is, I mean, a kind of a big ask in my life right now. Yeah, but, um, we kind of have some things that might line that up. And so we could do, we could do worse than spending three hours on this movie. I would love to see it again. I'm trying to... I mean, I'm, like, on the fence. I'm trying to get Lisa to watch <laughs> Infinity War, and I think she's, like, a third of the way through I'm, like, it. 45 minutes in. Yeah. I have an hour and 45 minutes left. All right, so. There's already been, like, two fight scenes where I'm, like, I'm bored. Yeah. The one the one in Scotland is really dark and hard to tell what's going on. Yeah, I was, and I was, like, folding laundry also. So, maybe we but, just need to, but like... it was okay. I just need to, like, clockwork orange her into watching this, just strap her to a chair with uh, her eyes open. Yeah, I feel like no. No. It's not a good idea. Okay. Um, I, yeah. But it was, I mean, it's okay. I'm just not, like, super into superheroes. But I do want her to, like, finish this sometime in the next couple nights. And then I want, before we go to Endgame, I want to sit her down and make her record, like, her version <laughs> of events of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe leading up to this. It's great, because, guys, I don't pay good attention. Right. Uh, There's going to be a couple holes. As you can tell by this podcast. There's going to be a couple holes because you haven't seen Dark World, Thor Dark World. You haven't Mm -hmm. seen Iron Man 3 and you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. Nope. I haven't Um, seen those. And I think... And I haven't seen that new Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming you haven't seen. Which... But I think I've seen everything else. So, and the weird thing is like... With the exception of, and you haven't seen Infinity War yet, you're working on it. No, I'm working on Infinity War. Um, With the exception of Captain Marvel, which I went out and saw with with my brother-in-law, I haven't seen Dark World, and I haven't seen Thor, or I haven't seen Thor Dark World, I haven't seen Iron Man 3, and I haven't seen 
Spider-Man Homecoming. So, like, we're not actually that not far that behind. far apart. And I was able to understand um, what was going on in Endgame. Spoilers. You should probably see Thor Dark World if we can pull it off. But, like... There's some stuff that that There's sets two up. two movies I have to see. I know, it's like homework at this point. But I yeah. think it would be amazing to hear your take on <laughs> everything that's happened up to this I point. like the big bossy pirate man in the sky. Yeah, that, that would be Nick Fury. Yeah, I'm going to call him bossy pirate. Yeah, bossy pirate, Nick Fury. Right. You could also call him like Mace Windu. That would be acceptable. <laughs> but anyway, so we're, ah, man, we're 15 minutes into this. We haven't even... Yep. I we mean, haven't even started. You might need to edit this part. Oh, man. It's kind of rambly. It is kind of rambly. But I think, honestly, I like our rambly. I don't know. <laughs> it, I'm, it, I'm sure it's the charm of this podcast. The charm of this podcast is we make no sense and never get to a point. But at the same time, our... Yeah. Thank you, nine listeners, for being there for us. Yes. We're two of them, you know. So that's like... <laughs> we are two of them. Seven listeners. I love listening to me. Yeah. Uh, well, I just listen to me so we get the I mean, I don't, from our... I don't listen... I don't love listening to me. Like, the sound of my voice is terrible. Yeah. Um, I but... I also find the sound of... No, I mean the sound of my voice. Whoa, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. <laughs> I just got, like, this look. Wow. You might have heard that through this microphone, that look I got. Okay. But anyway. Yeah, the, um, the sound of your voice. sound of my voice is, is unsettling is to jarring me. to you. Yeah. Because it's... I hear my voice, like, an octave higher than I actually talk. Oh, I hear my voice, like, an octave lower. So, yeah. So we might hear the same voice. <gasps> Wouldn't it be so neat to find that person that hears the same voice in their head? <laughs> Wait, that came out wrong. Um, anyway, but, yeah. So, so anyway. anyway, in this week, we have um, been slowly reading Harry Potter, the very first one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. It may be, like, my third favorite thing I'm to doing our, as a father. Yeah, two our kids at bedtime, like, just one chapter a night. Chapter because, of Harry um, Potter. Oh, our so oldest great. two have read them, but our youngest is a little like he's a reader, but he's a little too young to read. He's Harry in Potter. kindergarten, like uh, yeah, yeah, he's in kindergarten, so he's too young to read Harry Potter on his own. Mm-hmm. But his brother and sister will not let up about it, um, so he kind of knows a lot of spoilers already because mm-hmm. it's just like in the zeitgeist of one our house and then two our culture writ large. Yeah, so he's kind of like I kind of want to learn. Like, I kind of want to read these books and learn what happens so that I can mm-hmm. be part of it. And, like, the other two, like, so I started reading them out loud, and the other two were, like, in it. Because they're like, I really like listening to you read. I'm like, this is, like, again, this is, like, blessing my little heart. Like, I love sharing this. Because I'm actually, I, I like Harry Potter as well. I I've, read them a few times. I've read them once. I read them, I read two of them out loud to you, actually. Uh, you've read definitely one of them out loud to me. Uh, we Maybe started, two. We yeah. started at Half-Blood Prince. And so I read Half-Blood Prince and... Yeah, because I had just gotten um, dental surgery and my wisdom teeth taken out. And so my whole head was like covered in a big icy bandage. Yeah, and I was reading it to you. And you were reading to me out loud. <laughs> and then I read, um, and then I, I read Deathly Hollows to you as well because you did. we really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And so that was it. And so like I read Deathly Hollows, and so like I had read Half Blood Prince before, and then I read it out loud to you, and then I went into ha- Deathly Hollows blind. Like the first time I read it was out loud, mm-hmm. um, and so we shared that together, and that was a lot of fun. It was. It was really fun. And so I'm, I, I kind of like, I want there to be something else that's fun like that to share, but I don't know. But now I'm reading these books out loud to our kids and it's super, 
It's super cute. fun. And I get to revisit it and like see the wonder and hear the gasps and like like the hang like the cliffhangers that make you want to go to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, like but too bad you have to go to bed. Yep, go to bed. <laughs> sleep. And they're like wired. It's great. It's a lot of fun. So But we have a rule in our house where you can't watch the movie of Harry Potter unless you've read the book. Right. So, so literally as soon as we finished that last chapter uh, our youngest was like, oh, we can watch Harry Potter tomorrow. And, and so, so tonight we'll be discussing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, although I feel like we're going to end up talking more about the Harry Potter world in general just from... Yes. There might be spoilers. But yeah. um, I don't know how long you've had to read this book or, or watch see the this movies. movie. Like, it's, it's been, been a least, long time. It's been at least a decade, folks. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've had time. Yeah, I think I think at this point we have to say you're you're good to go. It's not like I'm I'm telling you who's living and dying at the end of Endgame. Like, right? They all live happily ever after. <laughs> it's beautiful. Everybody is friends. Everybody's friends. Um, um, but no, uh, I'm not. Yeah, we're not spoiling anything. Too bad. Too recent. So, but uh, so Harry Potter. So Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So joining the proud tradition of uh, British novels that start with a kid living in the cupboard under the stairs. Why? Why? Is this do, a thing? Yeah, like if you're British and you're listening to this, we have two listeners apparently. You, well, two. Do you listens. have a cupboard under the stairs? Is that a normal place for children to be? In American houses, do we have cupboards under the stairs? Not really. Usually we have stairs on the stairs because we have basements. Yeah. Like, at least in the Midwest, that's my experience. Mm-hmm. That there's, like, a basement under the stairs. Right. So there is no under the stairs. Yeah, under the stairs. Well, and we have, like, a kind of a blank space under our stairwell, but, like, it's just, like, full of crap. Like... Well, because it goes down to the basement, which is full of crap. Yeah, like, yeah, well, uh, yeah. So we fair. could have, like, a Harry Potter cupboard under the stairs cupboard. We could. We need to do that. We should that. That seems great. And then, like, punish our children by ruining should, their lives by showing them be, under no, the spiders. No, it should spiders. just be, like, Harry Potter themed. I thought about, <laughs> I thought about making it, like, a, a like a small office area. Mm-hmm. Like a super tiny um, private like office. Like a desk, a chair. Like, yeah. well, so claustrophobic. Also, well, it's, it also happens to be where all, like, the network stuff drops in our uh, uh, So I could, like, put a kind of network hub in there and then have a little computer station. So, like, if I ever needed to work from home or something, I could... Like, mm-hmm. insulate myself in there, and the walls will be insulated in ideal world. Otherwise, it's just going to be a big closet. And Right. But, but, yeah, so, like, apparently kids live under the stairs in England. In it's Britain, their natural it's... habitat of the neglected British child. Right. Right. And so there's that. Um, it is a dark book. Yeah, I mean. It with... starts hard. It starts hard. It starts with, like, uh, Harry Potter's parents die some terrible death and he's like a baby he's not a baby baby though he's like one it maybe 18 months i think in the books he's supposed to be much younger but in the the, the movie he's kind of a little older mm-hmm. it doesn't matter you wouldn't remember like no at 18 months no what is but going he, on so he gets dropped off he gets raised by these like horrible people they're the worst like we know this story it's great yeah um, then he gets told he's a wizard by a giant. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. Yeah. I love Hagrid. Hagrid's my favorite voice to do during the readings. <laughs> and I my... don't even do voices during the reading. I just read it, and even that's a struggle. Yeah, Lucy told me this day, she's like, Mom read us 
the last chapter last night, but she doesn't do the voices as good as you do them. I'm like, yeah, damn straight. It's true. Like, I'm, I'm it's the voice true. guy. I do a great Snape. He's very, very proper. The thing is, I, I have given up. I don't do accents mm-hmm. because I have an awful British accent, except, like, Hagrid is, like, drunken Scottish. Drunken Scottish accent? Okay. And that's the only thing I really try to pull out because... And it's it's great. Like Snape is um like this like really snooty like Snooty boy. British? Snooty well snooty like American really. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I don't do Brit but anyway, that but he's famously Alan Rickman in the movies, which is Right. Yeah. It's kinda a high bar. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna tie that. Ooh, unscrew would it. Would you like would you yeah, like a little, little, little more towel? Yay. I'm going to also fill up my glass. And that should be it. Oh, the rosé is gone. We only started with half a bottle, so. Yeah, but we also started with Moscow Mules. Which so. I make very strong. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a little less tonight, so. No, actually we should switch glasses. We should switch glasses? Yeah, you overpoured mine. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So, I'll be good. But anyway. Yeah, so Harry has... Aunt and uncle are terrible. Yeah. And his cousin. Yeah. His cousin Dudley is also terrible. Like, like the such worst. a bully. And like, he only got 37 presents for his birthday. And I was like, my kids have never gotten 37 presents ever. I don't think cumulatively at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah. What a, and so, like, they do. They, Hagrid shows up, tells him, I mean, like, He's we're going to, I goes, feel like most of our listeners are familiar right. with the plot. You know the plot of Harry Potter. We're just actually going to get into, like, my questions about the Wizarding World. Yeah, like, so first off. Okay, I have so many. Yeah. Why do they use owls as male? They can, like, apparate anywhere. Yeah. Right? They can stick their head out of any fireplace. Sure. And just throw them a letter. Uh-huh. They have, I'm sure, other ways of messaging. They have muggles who come in every semester to be like, hey, oh. there's this thing called texting. <laughs> there's like, Severus like totally Skypes through the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's a thing. Why wouldn't you Skype through the fireplace? Why, like, why would you rely on owls? It they, seems... like, who could get blown off course? Who could get distracted? Who could die? Like, and yeah. just not deliver your letter? Like, Are these magical yeah. owls? Not to mention, like, it's a whole thing of upkeep. Like, right, you have, you to, have feed to manage. The owl? Like, this seems like a very inefficient way to You could only send rent. one letter to one person at a time because you only have one owl? You yeah. couldn't send out, like, a mass invite? Yeah, like, I mean, you could, but it would, like, kill the owl. Right, your owl would die. Yes. Not only that, but, like, they deliver the newspaper by owl as well. And the owl has, like, a little change purse, and he, like, you have to give him the change mm-hmm. and send him on his way. So you have to like pay with your with your owl, with their magic money, right? Which weighs something because it's all they're based on the gold standard. Well, they're trimetal. They have gold and bronze and silver. Well, yeah, but I mean that's just the coins themselves. We don't know what their actual species is. Like, oh, I assumed they were actual like gold and silver and bronze. Like they were like a trimetal. Yeah, but I mean uh, like trimetalism. But society. is is it based then on weight? Because I don't think the the conversions really work out that way. Because it's like twenty seven of these and like thirteen of those, like seventeen of whatever. Yeah, it's like the what is it like sickles and nuts and 
Galleons. Know. Galleons is the big one. I Galleons know. are gold. Sickles are silver. the middle silver, and the nuts are bronze. Yes. But like, how Maybe. much is? I mean, how much? Weight? What is the ratio of like silver to gold? Yeah. Are they just smaller? If you have are seventeen they... silver coins, does that equal one gold coin? Like yeah. just by like value of metal, but like silver, gold, and bronze like fluctuate in relation to each other. So there's no real way to to nail that down. Right. Because like some days you would be like, I want to trade all my gold, my. They don't have paper money. Yeah. Why don't they have paper money? They have owls to deliver it. Yeah, like, why wouldn't they have paper money? Yeah, like, the whole wizarding banking system is based on a bunch of goblins in a cave. Like, right, right. They're basically, like, that snarf dragon. <laughs> what? Smog. Smog. Snarf is from uh, Thundercats. It doesn't Arf. matter. They're the same. <laughs> they are wildly not the same. I can't imagine two characters I not... Mean... He's like that cat dragon thing. <laughs> yeah, why not? No, he's not a smog. Is yeah, again, smog. They're basically like smog, where they just like hoard all their treasure. Well, in their defense, they're basically Do, like goblins. That's but like, like a they thing. don't, they don't make loans. Does that wizarding bank make loans? They I'm not don't. sure. They don't because when Fred and George needed to open their joke shop, they needed to take Harry's money. Well, granted, Harry had a lot of money. We'll also, get back to that. Also, who would loan 17-year-olds? It was going to leave. Fred and George, especially. You're like, do you have any references? You're like, uh, we have some teachers at Hogwarts that like literally want us dead. Like, right. right. Like, maybe. Cause, you call you Severus don't want to run that background check. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe that. But, like, I don't know if they make loans. I don't know either. I mean, maybe. But, I mean, No. Like, it seems to be mostly a system based on deposit, but, like... Right, like, you'll keep my money safe because you have a dragon. Which, I feel like you would have to pay some money every year to, to have your money your protected. your money at... That well, makes sense. Well, I mean, basically, Gringotts, I think, is just, like, some really classy... It's like a good safe. It's, it's the safety deposit boxes. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's not really how banks work. <laughs> I mean, like banks in the Muggle world don't work that way. No, but so so if the bank isn't charging like isn't interest, interest isn't charging interest, isn't lending money, like isn't providing interest to its people. Well, and this like gets to the whole problematic situation of the like the wizarding economic system. Truly, how do these people make money? So there's like I think maybe a dozen shopkeepers. In Diagon Alley. Between Diagon maybe Alley another, and Hogsmeade. Yeah. You might have like 25. Yeah, maybe another dozen out there. Yeah. So there's that. This seems to be the extent of the wizarding economic output. And working for the Ministry of Magic. Yeah, but like... So between the Ministry of Magic, you have the Ministry of Magic, you have St. Mungo's, the only hospital, and the prison. Yeah, yeah, Azkaban. Azkaban. Which is mostly, I think, populated by Dementors. Those are, like, the only jobs. Yeah, like, those are your, those are your career options. Or you can, like, maybe get a shop on Diagon Alley or Hogsmeade. But maybe. I feel like those are mostly inherited and or, like... Right. I don't know how Fred and George got their shop in Diagon. How, got their space? Yeah, other than, like, Harry throwing a gobsmacking amount of I money mean, at maybe. it. maybe. Like, I don't understand if Wizards own land... Well, Who they mean, buy their land from? Well, I mean, 
the Wizarding families, like, I think, like, the Weasleys have had passed... inherited the, land. Inherited the borough. And they live on, like, a farm. And, like, Tom Riddle's family had inherited, like, that little hobble they had. But, like, and, like, Luna's dad has a broken windmill that he owns. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's some sort of land ownership. Right. But it's pretty much all inherited. Yeah. Which like, is I there think... any, like, wizard land that's, like, up for grabs? Like, how do we... How do we account for expansion? Because, like, Grimmauld there, Place... There are Muggleborns every year. Not to mention, like, you have multiple wizard kids. Like Right. Like, where are they all going to live? Like, yeah, where do you get a new wizard house? Well, Grimmauld Place had to have been established within at least probably a hundred years. Which Maybe. was, you know, the Order of the Phoenix's headquarters and mm-hmm. Sirius Black's family home. Like, they had to have gotten there not too long ago. Because it was, like, in a in a block of houses in London. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I mean, even then it's optimistically 200 years old. Yeah. But like do wizards buy land for muggles? That doesn't seem like it's what they do. No, that doesn't seem like a wizardy thing to do. So you have all these like wizarding enclaves. Well, maybe like your, your parents, like maybe like Hermione's parents, they bought a house, they got a mortgage, they have a place. Right. Cause they're regular. And then they're, they're just muggles. And then she maybe inherits that house and boom, it's a wizard house. <laughs> right, in the middle of, like, Muggle Town. Yeah, like, in the middle of the great London sub- suburbs, or, like, mm-hmm. wherever she's from. I don't know, Derry, I want to say. I have no idea where she's from. Because, yeah, she's not... She may not be as well-developed as everybody wants to think she is. <laughs> um, but she, uh... Yeah, maybe? I don't know. Like... Yeah, okay, so... So if you're a wizard and so you want to tell us how you got your... and you want to tell me how you bought your house... and. What your job is and how you get money. I am intrigued. I'm intrigued. Because it seems like the only jobs in Harry Potter are working for the government. Yep. Uh, caring for magical creatures. So, like, I don't know who foots that bill. Yep. If it's, like, we're only, you know, sourcing ethically sourced dragon parts for various Yeah, like, who is paying spells. for Charlie? Yeah, like, how Weasley. does Charlie get a paycheck? Yeah, I don't know. Grant from the Muggle Ministry of Magic? I, I Not tr- the Muggles, but the Ministry of Magic. I don't know. So then it's a Ministry of Magic then, job. Then you could be an educator, like at Hogwarts. Right. Who also apparently do, like, moonlighting as, like, fighters of all evil. <laughs> right. It's like, I mean, everyone understands when you take a job at Hogwarts, like, you know. You're... Either A, you're going to be the defensive against the dark arts teacher. Hashtag good luck. Hashtag or B, you're going to be, like, you're in Dumbledore's army. You're a member of the Order of the Phoenix. Like... Yeah, you do all, all kinds of, like, side hustle of fighting Like, evil. during the summers, you're, like, fighting Voldemort, and then, like, come August, you get the harder job of wrangling first years in divination class. Truth. It seems real hard, I'd rather fight, I'd rather go with Voldemort I mean, any day. He's got, like, little slit noses. I feel like all you have to do is pinch him, and then he's gone. Oh, okay, you pinch his <laughs> nose. I'm going to be back here seeing how that goes for you. Like, you let me know. I mean be fine so um but like as a sidebar to like where do wizards get money where do wizards get money where did harry's parents get a vault full of coins truth okay so lily is muggle-born right right so she didn't have any wizard money yeah so all that money either came from james or they made it in the like five years between when they were graduated from hogwarts and when uh yeah, when they got killed. When they got killed. Maybe five, maybe ten years. Maybe but like, ten. I don't know. I don't know how much maybe time Maybe they went to Wizard College. Did, Is that a thing? Did Voldemort and 
Harry's parents go to Hogwarts at the same time? No, Voldemort was earlier. Earlier. Yeah, he was earlier. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, but, like the first thing is, uh, you know, Hagrid saying, oh, your parents wouldn't have left you with nothing. What? How? Yeah, so they, they had to plan. Like, it wasn't like, oh, those were all... Was... Those were all donations after he died. No. Or do wizards have life insurance? Wizard life insurance? Yeah. Like, how? And you would, you would think at peak Voldemort time, all the wizard life insurance adjusters would be like, yeah, we're going to tick down the payoff or on like, life insurance. Or like, your payments are going to be pretty high. Because, you know, Wait, Voldemort's you, Are there any prophecies people. about you or your descendants? Right. We're going to You'd have to know. claim that. It would be like a pre-existing condition. <laughs> like. Yeah, I feel like that would really ramp up the premiums if there was a uh, stated prophecy against you. Also, how come nobody's parents are insurance adjusters? Like, yeah, that should be a thing. Maybe it's maybe it's a Ministry of Magic program. Maybe, maybe they're very socialist. Yeah, they're very well. Um, they're, maybe there's Wizarding Basic Income. Uh, maybe, maybe they have like UBC. I I cannot figure this out. It just how makes do no people sense. make money? Yeah, I don't know. Like, because like yeah, I just. But if then, your parents didn't already have money, you don't have any money. But then, like... But maybe that's, like, why, like, the old wizarding families are really freaking crotchety is because... And they're powerful. Getting, they're getting, like, taxed to oblivion to support these freaking muggles coming in with nothing. Right. Like... Yeah, all these muggles. And that's maybe why they're so, like, xenophobic towards muggleborns. Like, they want to build a freaking wall or something. Against, right. But, like, that doesn't work because, you know, everyone's a wizard. <laughs> like... You're not going to decide who's a wizard. Like, there's a whole... This, that, that's kind of been well-established. Right. You can't just redefine that on the fly. Huh. I mean, two real guys. Two yeah. Real. Well, but, um... But, yeah. Where were we? <laughs> we were talking about where wizards get their money. Where do wizards get their money? And like, I have more questions than answers. I do. I don't have any answers on this one. But, like, it just seems ridiculous. And so... And so they go to Hogwarts. Which, which is, is free. Which is free. It's free. There's no tuition. There's no, no room tu- and board. Nothing. So obviously, again, freaking socialists. And it is the safest place in the world, as is repeatedly pointed out in the books. By Hagrid. Hagrid, Dumbledore, McGonagall. Like, everybody's like, Hogwarts is the safest place in the world. And yet... And yet, not a year goes by. Not a year. Not a year goes by that, like, several students are not, like, traumatically, horribly mangled. Right. Or killed. Like, what? How is this the safest place in the world? I mean, like, what is the rest of the wizarding world like if this is the safest place? Right. So Harry's first year, there's a troll that gets out. And it's like Halloween. We're not even like three months into his year. Yeah. And there is a deadly magical creature. Is yes. it a magical creature? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Deadly magical creature lose on the school. Like three months in. Yeah. And they're like, it's a good year. Nobody's died yet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, don't go on the don't go to the third floor on the left hand side because you will die. Yeah. Moving on. Wait, you've got a school of like. Hundreds. Of children. Children, junior high and senior high aged. Mm-hmm. And you just told them, don't do a thing. Oh, they're going to do that thing. Also, like, that thing is going to be done. Also, can we talk about the sorting hat for a minute? Why? Why is it a good idea 
to put all the kids with poor impulse control together. It's called bravery. It's called bravery. It, yeah. Also, no. poor impulse control. <laughs> I also think the sorting hat is a sham. Oh, yeah. Because if you look at the tables, they all have about the same number of kids. Right. And in real life, Hufflepuff would have like thousands and thousands of kids. No, and no. Well, hold on. No. Truth. No. Truth. No. Because Hufflepuff takes anybody. True. Anybody. You don't have to be ambitious. You don't have to be brave. You don't have to be smart. You just have to be magical. So, like, okay. So, like, the whole bell curve of I'm those say, middle people. I'm going to say. Including me. I'm a Hufflepuff. You are would the, be in Huffpo. Uh, you are a little biased as you are the huffliest puff that has ever huffled a puff. I'm like, sorry. Equality is important. Everyone deserves education. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I agree with and you. And if you're trying to set up a school and someone's like, I'm only going to teach these people, you're like, oh, you're a Nazi. Go away. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard to kick that person out. And be yeah. like, I'm only going to teach people of pure blood. You're like, you're a fucking Nazi. Get out of my school. Yeah, but yet Hufflepuff was like, that's cool. I guess we're in. Right. Because he didn't yeah. kick Severin out. Severin. Snape. But, like, Sever- Gryffindor should have. Gryffindor should have been like, hit the road. I don't need this bullshit. Yeah. Gryffindor would have taken a stand. Ravenclaw would have been like... But didn't. But didn't. But And Ravenclaw would have just been like, can we all get along? I have some books. So how brave are you really? Really? Uh, Well, again... If you don't stand up to your friends. Yeah. Well, again, yes. So, so, freaking Gryffindor. (laughs) Like, how... And, like, how is that? I mean, can you imagine being... All right, so, first off, Snake's got all the Slytherins who are so stuck up and annoying and self-righteous and I mean, they're entitled. not... They're not, they're not terrible. They're just Wait. real... They're not. They're just real ambitious. Okay? Yeah. But being in a room full of all super ambitious people is really hard because you can't make a team like that. You need like one super ambitious person and then like people who are willing to follow. Do you remember like AP English like senior year? Right. And everyone knows that guy who always had to raise his hand. Yeah. And like they're like, okay, we're going to do group projects. And there was like an audible sigh. You're like, we're we're the like 30 smartest people in this freaking school. (laughs) Like we all are way overachievers. We're totally going to pull our weights on this. Like this isn't like when you go to college and everybody is smarter than you, but like the three people in your group, like Mm -hmm. this is like, we're going to be fine people, but like nobody wants to do a group project because you can't shine. Yeah. Everyone's to shine on their own. Yeah. So like imagine being in a room full of that always. (laughs) Like that. I mean, maybe it's because I'm a Hufflepuff, but that would get so old. I also feel like, (laughs) like there would be like regular stabbings in the, in the Slytherin? Uh, in the Slytherin common room. I feel like it would also happen in the Gryffindor common room. I feel like oh. they would be, like, challenging each other to duels all the fucking time. And you can't stand down because it's not brave to stand right. down from a duel. Right. I feel what? like... Yeah, I feel like they're just, like, a bunch of Alexander Hamiltons. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, freaking Neville. Like, God bless him. Like, he, in the first who, book... The actor who plays Neville... Dude. Puberty did him a solid. I, I mean... Truth. As, like... I, like I remember where, seeing where him in book that, seven. Where did that young man come from? I, I remember seeing him in book seven when he like stands up and pulls that sword out of the hat and I was like, damn. Yeah. What happened there? Good for you, sir. Like you had a, you had an arc off screen <laughs> that was like, 
way better than what that we watched. Like can a we trainer like, and some braces? <laughs> like, can we like circle around and have like the Neville version of these last seven years? Because like I want to see I'm that. Interested. I'm like, interested. There are two books I want to read. And one of them is the Neville version of those seven years of like mm. what he saw. And he was like, oh my gosh, Harry Potter is going to kill all of us. And then I want to hear the Hermione story, which is also, oh my gosh, this Harry kid is going to kill all of us. Right. Like the fuck. All I do is spend my life like rescuing these stupid boys. Yeah. And like Neville would just be like, all I do is spend my life trying to run away from the disasters they're causing. Right. And like warn them and be like, don't do this. Guys, this is a bad idea. This is a really bad idea. You shouldn't do this. And like Maybe granted, an 11 year old shouldn't take on like the most powerful wizard like, in the which world. Which is what his, his job is at the beginning, at the end of of the first book he's like guys you should not sneak out of here and try to attack this guy we've got like literally the world's strongest wizards all over the place they can handle this just go tell them this is happening tell them to go check the third floor they'll find out and they'll try to fix it you are not the dude you know like two, two magic tricks <laughs> and they're and they're both expelliarmus <laughs> Just Expelliarmus all the time. Expelliarmus and Expelliarmus, but louder. <laughs> like, you... Yeah, maybe not the guy to do this. And for the record, that's really the only trick he, Harry ever uses. Yeah, and also, Neville was right. He was absolutely right. Neville was 100% right. right. He was 100% because it was right. a trap. It was. Oh my gosh. Freaking Neville. He, he's the best. He's Everyone the, should listen to Neville. <laughs> Guys, if you if you know a friend named Neville Longbottom, or give, even just Neville, you should Neville, probably listen, should probably listen to, him. to him. But like, ah, so Gryffindor, you guys are idiots, like thinking with your egos. Like, it's ah, true. It's true. It's, it's harsh. But yeah, and then like Ravenclaw, like they would have let the whole place burn down. Right, as long as like they still had their library, they're like, we don't need you. Yeah, we like knowledge, and like this will be an interesting experiment to see how this goes. Right. Oh, look, we're all enslaved. Write that down. Right, like, that was a bad choice. That was a bad choice. Don't, don't, don't do that again. Next time. It's still a bad choice. We shouldn't have done that again. Um, and then, yeah, the Hufflepuffs, which I feel... They're like the good time house. They're like, just like, everything's fine. Everything's fun. We have some snacks. Everyone's welcome. We're very inclusionary. Like, I feel like if they ever put Animal House into... <laughs> The Wizarding World. It would just be Hufflepuffs. It would be nothing but Hufflepuffs in that in that frat. They're like, we're here for a good time. Are you brave? Oh heck no. Are you loyal? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're very loyal to loyal. our friends. We're and good. willing to work hard. Yeah, we're we're good. I mean, they'll work hard, just not on school stuff. I mean, you know, on school stuff enough. Like they'll do enough. Yeah, but like, no, they're not going to flunk out. But like, why work extra hard to get an A plus? When I have like an A, I have a yeah. Like I don't, I don't. D is for diploma. I don't need an A plus. Like freaking Ravenclaws. Yeah, I don't. You know what? No, I'm okay. You know what? Like I'm gonna do enough, and then I'm gonna have a balanced life and and enjoy my life. And then we're gonna go into herbology, right? Which let's not pretend that's not a metaphor for, you know, some good stuff there. Like there, maybe. Yeah, I think... They are magical plants. They are magical plants, and they live by the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to suggest... <laughs> that all the Hufflepuffs are... Uh, puffing. Puffing. Maybe yes. 
I mean, they are pretty chill. They're chill. And yeah, yeah I, I mean, that tracks. I feel, like, I feel like it holds up. I, 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 if you have any argument against that, like, but yeah, so. Don't at me, bro. Yeah, but. Because um, I'm not on the Twitter. We are on the Twitter. We have a Twitter. <laughs> but I'm not on the Twitter. I don't follow. Yes, true. But um, we, but yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, but I feel like, anyway, the sorting hat is a sham because like you would have a different distribution of all those people. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like it must be a quota where it's like, okay, there's like a hundred first years. I have to put 20 in each. Like, well, also famously, I like, to, I have to split it. Harry gets the hat on his head and he's like, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. I should really put you in Slytherin. No, don't put me in Slytherin. Which, like, I mean, I feel like if you don't want to be in Slytherin, you don't belong in Slytherin. Because it's like, right. right. He's like, are you sure Slytherin could make you really great? He's like, I don't want to be great. Okay, well, yeah, that means you're not ambitious, which means you're not a freaking Slytherin. Right. It's not that If so facto, Hufflepuff? Like <laughs> that would be amazing if we rewrite it where like Harry's, Harry's a Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff where he doesn't go and fight Voldemort. He just has a snack and goes back he to bed. He just has a snack and goes back to bed and he lets Dumbledore do it because Dumbledore's a fucking grown up who is at training. Yeah. Also, like speaking of Dumbledore, Dumbledore's look in the Harry Potter universe yes. is fantastic. Long beard, yeah. robe. Yeah, except in in the Newt Scamander, the the um oh the Fantastic Beasts East and Where to Find Them series, um, Dumbledore is played by freaking Jude Law. Yeah, who's very pretty. And his He's eyebrows, a man. or in his cheekbones rather, Jude mm-hmm. Jude Law and his cheekbones. I have not seen these movies. But... I have not seen them either. But one thing I do know is Dumbledore looks a piece in a three piece suit. Right, like vest, pinstripes, like a forties. 30s like he looks great pea suit kind of vibe what happened between the 1930s <laughs> and the early 2000s that caused dumbledore to go yeah screw it i'm wearing pajamas and a funny hat and growing a beard right like, right yeah i feel like was maybe, he a hufflepuff yeah maybe also like how do drugs affect wizards like we are need they, more data are they intrinsically different than muggles? i volunteer as a tribute <laughs> On the muggle side. Yeah, you know, as a control. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Like, I just, I don't, like, because he went very hard, very hard turn into, like, hippie. Yeah, like, Where it was like, I don't, need, I don't need seams. I'm just going to wear, like, a big circle of fabric with a hole in it for my head. And, I'm like, gonna grow stars. My beard. I'm going to grow my beard out forever. And I'm going to th- say things that don't make any fucking sense. I think we need more, like... <laughs> applique stars on everything <laughs> pinstripes are so 1930s applique right. stars are where I it's just at stars I just yeah need just what the stars. heck dumbledore where did you go weird right and why isn't muggle technology like pants catching on they do i mean okay we we have this they okay so robes are more of a ceremonial thing okay. like they wear them every day they do wear them every day but it's like a school uniform yeah like do they wear pants underneath I believe so. So they're wearing like so the robes is like a unless you cloak. ask J.K. Rowling and who the fuck knows what she's <laughs> gonna tell you is happening under there. Right, I think it's more robes. <laughs> I think it's. I think I think they have pants on. Do they? Well, I mean, it would make. Do wizard ladies' legs not rub together when they run? I would. 
I, I would think not having pants on would make broom flying lessons at least a lot more awkward or interesting, depending on your they opinion. They just have so much flappy flaps. Like, I guess. You can't see anything. It's so much fabric. Yeah, but I mean, like, come on. We're with junior hires. Right. I would think pants would be important. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I'm anti-pants. I'm very pro-pants. But I believe. But. I believe there's Well, like, also, I think they kind of, like, their robes are kind of open on the front. Like, it's... It's not like they're... Like choir robes. Yeah, they're like... Well, yeah, I guess so. But they're more... It's not like... I mean, maybe like your graduation robes were like... But not like the like the cheap, like, Jostin's graduation robes we all had to buy. Not mm-hmm. like the nice, like, you're a PhD and you're going to teach at a college, so go buy yourself some nice robes. Right. robes. because you're going to have to wear them every year Or graduation. like Supreme Court justice robes with, yes. like, nice little descent collars and stuff. Like right, I'm here for that. Yeah, like I think they're. But just, I would still wear pants underneath. Yeah, oh yeah, totally. Well, uh, you know, I when, don't know if it's hot. When I'm a chief justice, <laughs> you're a chief justice. Yeah, I will wear pants underneath my robe. Yeah, um, but mm, doubt. Anyway, but I, I don't know if it I, was hot. Uh, no, my doubt is that you'll be a chief justice. Oh yeah, but, no, yeah, I would definitely uh, wear pants because my legs rub together. Yeah. I need pants. Pants are very important. Yeah, I um, I don't know if it was hot. I think I would just, like, go without. Right, because you're a man. Yeah, and go, like, Scottish on it. Like, just completely without. Like, yeah. nothing but, like, a collar. Like, a Chippendales collar. You're so gross. And then just, like, let it go from there nope, on down. Nope, nope. But anyway. So, o- that. other Other muggle technology, though, like smartphones. Yeah, sure. Or, like, because they have muggles who come in every year who understand muggle culture. Some muggle's going to show up with an iPhone and, right, like... Right, and muggle technology. And I understand that this is written, like, pre-iPhone. They're going to be... Yeah, they're going to, like, walk in and be like, hey, what's the Wi-Fi password here? Right, right. And uh, Hogwarts is going to be like, what's Wi-Fi? <laughs> I feel like that should be something you should be, like... So maybe right that's where all the innovation comes from, is from, like, muggle-born wizards who understand muggle technology and is like, hey... Yeah. I can leverage this. Yeah. I'm the only guy in Hogwarts that knows how to like, smartphones the work. Password. <laughs> I feel like Filch would just be like pounding on the router, like, what are you? What are you? What kind of devil magic is this? Yes. <laughs> um in a world where there's actual literal where there's magic, actual magic. He would be confused and scared by the router. Like I feel like that I, that tracks. Truth. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. like, like, oh my gosh! By the way, totally apropos of nothing. Do you know what? Do you remember what McGonagall's Patronus was? Yes, you told me. Earlier. I told you. It was cats, but yeah. like, it was because she. Uh, when She's she, an animal. When she shape shifts, right? She shapes shifts into a cat with little like eyeglass uh, rounds Markings, around yeah. her, around her eyes. And so when she throws a Patronus, it's three cats. <laughs> With eyeglass, eyeglass markings around their eyes. Because the only thing that makes McGonagall feel safer is three additional McGonagalls. Truth. I'm like, that it's is... Like, yeah, I don't need anybody. Also, why... That is, the Grif- that is Gryffindor for you. Why is nobody's Patronus like a, a dragon? Yeah. Or, like, even better, a Dementor. Like, a big Sparkly Dementor. And like, the Dementor's the like, the fuck is this? The Liberace of Dementors. <laughs> yes. That would be the best. My Patronus would be a Dementor. Fuck you. Like, you're de- you would have a Liberace Dementor as your Patronus. I think that's fantastic. But, like, why is a Dementor scared of a little glowing bunny rabbit? Right. Like, do they avoid muggle homes during Christmas time or Fourth of July with sparklers? Like, I can't handle this. 
like, well, I mean, there's got to be something special about a Patronus, but at the same time, like, I feel like they're not adequate. I feel <laughs> like we should really be stepping up the Patronus arms race here. Like, a stag is getting towards the low end of where I would start. <laughs> like, he's at least got, like, horns and can, like... Right, like, stabby parts. Yeah, like... We he, got, like, otters. Like, the fuck? I'm not afraid of an otter. No. I'm not afraid of a sparkly otter and I'm a human. Yeah. I have no I have no capabilities. Yeah, exactly. But I'd see a sparkly otter and I'd be like, the fuck is this? What's, I can, I can what's keep, with the disco otter? I can keep sucking your soul. Sorry, yeah. disco otter. Yeah. Be, be gone. <laughs> But yeah, what the heck, freaking Patronuses. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The Wizarding World seems really weird. It does. It does seem weird. I don't understand how anybody makes money. Um, but I am here for a society that over thousands of years have managed to invent one sport. Yes. And that sport is only played four times a year. Yes. Like, Yes. Three, like, really. Well, no, that's four because there's four. three in the championship. Three in the championship. You play each of the other houses and mm-hmm. then apparently there's some sort of championship that's figured yeah, out. Yeah, like I'm here for that because like, yeah, wizards, now, wizard soccer moms would have so much more time. <laughs> now, difficulty, of course, is that um, these games can last for literal days. Right, because if you catch the snitch, it's like 150 points and then every score is like right. 100 points. So if you catch the snitch early, you're going to win for sure. It's when the snitch is gone for days and days. <laughs> well, the game does not end until the snitch is caught. Right, right. So and it could be like four counties over. Like, good luck. Right, it's when the... But it's because uh, Harry is such a good seeker. That right, he, exactly. He manages to, like, catch it quickly and then be good. But, like, yeah. But, I, yeah, it's a huge trump card if you can catch it in, like, mm, I've four also hours. Out, like, I'm, again... Hogwarts, the safest place in the world, apparently kids are allowed to train themselves at, like, Quidditch, a sport where people are injured regularly. Yes. Like, broken bones and concussions and, like, falling off broomsticks from high heights. Do they have a magical unconcussion spell? Uh, yeah. Madam Pomfrey has all kinds of, like, magical spells, but she's apparently not incredibly great at them. She's like a school nurse. Like, she's like, here's a band-aid, go back to class. Yeah, you're like... Right. Here's two aspirin, go back to class. You could lay down for half an hour, but then you have to go back to class. Yeah, like, she's like... she's this, But she's, she does have, like, a... Like, I remember in the movies, there's, like... There's like two dozen beds in the hospital wing of Hogwarts. It's a lot. It's a lot. How many? And most of them are occupied. How many kids are in the hot like in Hogwarts? Like two thousand, maybe. Maybe, and so like at any given uh, moment, several kids are seeking. But that's like five hundred. Because I feel like maybe the supervision that they're giving to these children is is not not adequate. There's like two thousand kids. There's four teachers. (laughs) I think there might be a dozen teachers. Like we don't see them all, but like yeah. Yeah, it's not okay. It's <laughs> that really not. That classroom size ratio. Mm. Like, no wonder Phil just such a grump. He's like, oh my gosh, can you just, like, watch your fucking can kids? You, can you do your fucking job? <laughs> who's in charge of the Gryffindor Tower? Oh, a freaking senior in high school. That's who's cool. in charge of these seventh graders? Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is all going to turn out great, guys. Yeah, maybe we need to not do any of this <laughs> until you guys can freaking control... Oh, maybe that's just how British schools are. I don't know. Maybe. I've never been to British school. Which is maybe why, like, there's, like, all these, like, the British boarding school stories are always, like, terrifying. 
I mean, I have never been to British boarding school, but in literature, it does not bode well. No. So. Oh. I have this and I have Lord of the Flies. And I'm like, oh, thanks, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah. And like, yeah. I don't know. That that seems like a pretty, pretty good sampling. <laughs> I think that. What else would you possibly need? What else? Like Matilda, maybe? But she's also magical. Is she? I think so. I've never actually read it. Or seen it. I think she's magical. I know there's a giant cake in there at one point. I don't remember. I never saw this movie, I don't think. But I so, think she was magical. I don't know. We have to check with Rodal. We do. But anyway. So, huh. What oh, else? So there was a bunch of things that I was like, so I don't understand about anything world. about this. Why do these owls? The sorting hat is a lie. I feel like it has to have some kind of quota system because there's way too much like evenness. Yeah, who's in and, charge of safety at Hogwarts? Yeah, who's in charge of safety at Hogwarts? Dumbledore is a terrible, uh, like, whatever, whatever he Stab- is. Stable human being. <laughs> Sorry, you should not be in charge of children. Like, like, maybe you should be out, like... You're not allowed to go to the Lost Woods. Detention first time, go to the Lost Woods. Like, that... What? Like, Malfoy. Malfoy is like, wait, this... We're not allowed to do this. This is dangerous. And I'm like, I'm with the blonde kid. Like, right, right. He makes a solid point right here, folks. We should listen to, to, to Pointy Face. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my other... Blonde Eddie Munster. I'm trying to think of my other uh, questions that I had. Oh, I don't even know. It's I just had a, many. It's, it's a mess. But mostly I'm very confused at how they make money. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the macroeconomics of the wizarding world are just... But I'm, but I'm here for a society that managed to, over thousands of years, invent one single sport. <laughs> I play it four times a year. Yeah, that seems good. Well, no, I mean... In high school, they play it four times a year. But, like, I think... But can you imagine if your football team played four times a year and that was the only sport? Well, I mean, granted, it's also... It's not... It's intramural. Like, they don't play cross school. They only do in, like, the Triwizard Tournament, I think. Uh, not even. Like, yeah. I don't think they played each other in Quidditch. That was... That was in other things. That's a whole other thing. Like, the Triwizard Tournament. Like, we'll we're gonna probably pick... get to that. Yeah, that'll we'll revisit that. But like that seems like a frick, like, who came up with that idea? That yeah, was why weird. isn't Muggle technology more adopted into yeah whatever? Because like even the like flu powder like but texting guys <laughs> like you can, text, have, you can text a bunch of people at once. <laughs> they, they did let steam trains in, which I feel yeah. is very progressive of them. Yeah, I feel like the wizards are basically the Amish. They're Amish, where they just, like, decide, eh, right. that'll work. Right, button's okay, like, or hook's okay, button's not okay. Steam train's okay, cars are, like, verboten. Well, but, like, kind of, they have that, like, weird flying car. Yeah, but that's, like, totally on the down low. Like, we're is not... Is it? Oh, yeah, their, their dad is not supposed to have that. Mm, interesting. The, the flying Angelina. Also, like, they don't teach... Okay. Wizards. Muggle, muggle children went to, like, regular state school, whatever. Yeah. For their whole, you know, between 5 and 11. Do wizard kids go to school before I they go to Hogwarts? Don't know. Okay. You'd have to ask Ginny Weasley. I don't, I don't think so. I think they're homeschooled. I think they're homeschooled. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that loosely. Yeah. And then they get to Hogwarts. They don't learn math. There's no math at Hogwarts. There's True. no, like, here's how to count money and work at Gringotts. And, like... Well, again, their economy <laughs> is based entirely off of, like... Right. There's no math. <laughs> there's, no. There's like there's 
I don't understand how these students are ready to live a life after the education. Only the education they get at Hogwarts. Yeah, which is like a history of magic. Which is a history of magic. How potions, to make spells, potions, charms, herbology, uh, divination. divination. Yeah, that's useful. They're like, by the way, this is divination. By the way, most divination is complete. Most BS. divination is garbage, unless you're like touched. Yeah. And you're like, oh, so this doesn't apply to me. Well, we're going to make everybody try it, and then we're just going to cut out some of you. But no, it's just, oh my gosh. So, like, I don't understand how they are capable of, like, living a life. <laughs> well, again. Do they, teach, do they teach them how to make food out of other food? Yeah, I mean, like, cooking, I think, is the word you're looking for yeah. there. Yeah, do they teach them how to make food out of other food? Yeah. Magic, uh, using magic? I don't know. Is that part of the spells they learn? No. No, I... they learn to, like, make shit float. Like, that's not useful. Where's my turkey sandwich? <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know. I didn't write the <laughs> curriculum for Hogwarts. Don't get mad but yes, at me. Like, making food out of other food should be... <laughs> Which, again... The word is cooking. <laughs> but when you're using magic, it's not cooking. <laughs> I think it's still cooking. Like if I okay, use a magic fryer, if I use a deep fryer <laughs> or an oven or a grill or a wand, it's still cooking. It's right. Just... Okay. But so, like Miss Weasley's like really good at it, apparently. Right. She's really good at making food out of other food using magic. Also, they don't teach people how to like farm. Like, there's no, like, no, no, how to grow things I'm, class. No, herbology is all about how to grow things. That, it's only arguably, about how to grow magical plants. It's not about how to grow things you eat. Well, I mean, I think some of the skills would transfer. You think so? I mean... Maybe maybe they would transfer, but it's not just, like, when you go out into the world and you're like, oh, I can't make food out of nothing because it's, like, one of the three things I can't make. <laughs> but I could grow a turnip. But I could grow a turnip. Like you just kind of grow out like mandrakes, only they don't scream when you pick them. Like right. I think I think the burrow had a garden. No, no, it did. Like the burrow was like a working farm. Yeah. So like maybe Ron learned that, but he didn't learn it at Hogwarts. What about like Luna, who grew up in like a windmill? Or like, um, or Malfoy, who obviously wouldn't. Like, right. I don't know. Right. Who has like inherited wealth and doesn't need to learn anything? Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know, honey. I just don't know how anything works. <laughs> I know you don't know. I don't know either. And it plagues me. Yeah. All right. So, what did we learn tonight? <laughs> I don't think we learned anything. We don't understand how wizard money works. And... No one uh, can tell us. No one can tell us. If J.K. Rowling listens to this podcast, she can weigh in. She and does I will, not. And I will take her, uh, her assertion of how it works to heart. She, like, recently came out and said that before Hogwarts had indoor plumbing, wizards used to just crap on the floor and magic it away. That, that totally it... makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. First off, like, the the plumbing in Hogwarts is ancient. It's true. Because it had to be part of the Chamber of Secrets, mm-hmm. which was, like, from the founding of it. So, like, apparently they've had plumbing since before humans had plumbing. Like, muggles which, had plumbing. Which makes sense, because sure. they're wizards. Sure. But, like... There's... But does it? Because if you could just magic it away, why would you have ever bothered to make plumbing? It's true. I don't know. Because, like, that just adds a lot of complexity and, un- like, oh, overhead. I have other questions. Like, you could have just... Had like a little closet, and you just go in and do it. And... I have other questions about the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, okay. So the, so the Sorcerer's Stone, if Dumbledore knew that how, that Voldemort was out there, 
and the Sorcerer's Stone could keep him alive. Why didn't he just destroy the Sorcerer's Stone? Why was the Sorcerer's Stone destroyed at the peak of Voldemort's reign? Uh, Why didn't he talk to Nicholas and be like, Nicholas, like, we have to. Like, this is not cool. I don't think he had access to it. Like, Oh, he wasn't friends with Nicholas until after Voldemort fell? Or he didn't, well, like... Maybe he didn't realize that's what Voldemort was going for. He something? 100% realized that's what Voldemort was going for. He, like, set up this whole thing with, like, a troll and chess thing and some, well, like, like after, devil's bane. Well, like, <laughs> after Voldemort came back and was, like, drinking unicorn blood to be have, like, a cursed half-life, then he was like, well, the thing that's going to make him be, like, fully alive is the Philosopher's Stone... Might as well lock that away in the school full no, of kids. No, he lost. He locked it away in the school full of kids at the beginning of the year. He was drinking blood at like the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Like maybe it was just like on the list of like magic things that he needs to lock up just in case. You know, he. Did, I mean. Also. Voldemort also, wasn't in need of a philosopher's stone until after he died. Also. Yes. But if it makes him live forever. Like, I mean, why wouldn't you want it? Why wouldn't you want it at the peak Voldemort's, of your powder? Voldemort, Voldemort's Power. going another angle on that. Like, and I mean, Dumbledore's aware why of that. Not, why not double down? Why not, like, hedge your bets and have multiple ways of living forever? He was a Slytherin. He didn't do his homework. <laughs> he was, like, not risk-averse because they're all sociopaths. They are. All wizards, except for the Hufflepuffs, <laughs> are sociopaths. Not all wizards, just the Slytherins. <laughs> And the Gryffindors. I mean, they're different. And the Ravenclaws. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not calling all wizards sociopaths. I truly am not. Takes over the Hufflepuffs. But, <laughs> but they're the best, you guys. Also, you so the mirror of arrested. I don't know how to say that. The mirror that you see what so, you want. So the trick. So the it's trick. Desire backward. Right. Okay. Whatever. So the trick is that to get the stone, you had to look at the mirror. And want the stone, but not want to use it. And that's how Harry got the stone. Right. Except that totally should have worked on Quirrell. Because Quirrell wanted it, but not for him. He wanted it for his master. Yep. So, like, Dumbledore needed to be way more specific on his spell of, like, someone who wanted it and didn't want to use it themselves and not want to give it to Voldemort. Well, also, um, there is the question... I feel like that's a very important conjunction. Well, does Voldemort... Does it count if the person you want to give it to lives on the back of your head? Oh, maybe. Because, like, I maybe mean... Maybe if you share a body, you are that person. Because at that point, I think, like, you were saved by a loophole at that point. Like, just on a technicality. Okay. okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe if you're sharing the same head. It doesn't count. <laughs> you are that person. I don't know. And it doesn't count. Okay. I buy that. I buy that. I just so. was like... Also, how convenient was worked. that, like, Ron didn't get killed whenever he got taken out? True. In the, in the... In the chess game? Wizard chess game, because, like, I, I feel like the, 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 the snare stuff, the vine that was yeah, going to choke him snare. out, would have totally killed him mm-hmm. if they hadn't figured that out. Yeah. Thank you, Hermione. And, like, so I feel like that should have been a legitimately fatal potential thing mm-hmm. to discourage things. Also, Fluffy would have totally killed them. Right. Like, everything was, like, legitimately fluffy. The and troll. Le- or was legitimately fatal. 
until he got to the wizard chest thing, and then it was just like, yeah, he just knocked out for a yeah, bit. Yeah, whatever. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Ron could take a blow to the head. He's a ginger. <laughs> also, he grew up with, like, five brothers. Truth. He's the youngest when, of life. Whenever whenever someone grows up with, like, five brothers, you're like, oh, shit. Like, do not cross them. They know how to fight. Yeah. Like, so Especially I, if they're the youngest. They can I take a punch. I believe that Ron could handle being, like, bludgeoned by a giant chess machine. I see, like, Ron as an old man. five brothers. I see Ron, like, as an old man, basically, like, um, uh, Muhammad Ali, just, like, shaking in the corner, like, tremors and, like, a shadow of his former self because he's had so many blows to the head. Like, but I feel like there must have, like, wizard magical... like, what is the CTE or whatever yeah, just that like all the vocal players have? He and Hermione have a dysfunctional marriage because he's got emotional damage. Yeah, maybe. Or also just because. I feel like he's, you could just magic his head. I feel like that marriage is like doomed. Oh, guys, like she's way too ambitious and smart for him, and he's way too content with like if okay, it would work if he was like the supportive spouse who was like, "I'll stay home with the kids. Like you go be a like senator or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, and totally. I will support you." And your career. Like, I have then, a joke shop that, like, you know, my brother and I run it. I just part-time it. And, right. I could see that working where it's yeah. like, I... When the kids go back to school, I have a spot. Right. Like, I manage the house. I deal with the children. I deal with all this stuff so oh, that you yeah. can go run the world. Yeah. Like, I, I would respect Ron for that. Yeah, like, that I, could, I could see it working that way. Otherwise, like, I would I would want Hermione to hook up with Crumb and be, like, some sort of, like, international power couple. Yes. That would have worked. Like, that so would have worked. And then... Uh, I don't know. Harry Ginny kind of works, I guess. I don't know. But it's fine. It's just fine, though. Like, I, don't I mean, know. you did have your best friend marry your sister. So, like, from a personal point Yeah, I mean, that's you, still just You can fine. be like, it's okay. It's fine, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Nah, they're fine. They're great. All right. Because <sighs> it's somebody you like at the family reunion. Yeah, it is true. It's like someone to sit next to at Christmas. You're like, hey, I know you. We can make inappropriate jokes together. Right. Um, Told that mom. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess we were supposed to end 20 minutes ago, but I maybe had made we more I don't know. Like, this is going to be a lot of editing, maybe. Or not. Maybe we'll just let it ramble. I mean, you could probably edit the first part. Maybe. So, all right. Maybe this part right here. So, what did we learn? Nothing. Yeah, I mean. We raised Her- a lot of questions. To, to be sure. We are both fans, and we enjoyed this book and this movie, both when we were younger and currently with our kids. Yeah, and also, like, and in talking with, like, our kids' second and third grade teachers, we're like, you know, they look at their reading logs, and they're like, there's a huge tick up right here, and like, yeah, they discovered Harry Potter. They're like, oh, yeah, that happens. Like... Apparently, this is a common phenomenon and yeah. between so like, like second and fourth grade that some kid just discovers Harry Potter and they start reading voraciously. And, and then so like anything that gets kids reading, I'm, I'm like totally for, for it. And they, you know, and it, there's actually studies right now done on kids kind of a little younger than us. Uh, we were born in 80 and 81, mm-hmm. but like kids born in the 90s read like an order of magnitude more than kids born in the 80s and kids born in the 70s. And a lot of that they blame on the fact that like Harry Potter came out and was this blockbuster huge thing. It's amazing. Fantastic. Like, yeah, for I'm, that. So, I'm so glad that the like, youth are reading. I really enjoy, every time I sneak in, I caught Malachi reading uh, under his blanket with a flashlight yesterday. 
Only he had fallen asleep. Oh. <laughs> and like. So sweet. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, buddy, like, no. But also, like, this is such a nerd rite of passage. Like, <laughs> good job. And, you know, I am I am glad that that is my kid's rebellion, is that he wants to read right. a book when I'm telling him he can't. Like, yes. I can live with that. So, so even though we are huge fans, The Wizarding World makes no fucking sense. Indeed. <laughs> And that's the end of that. And that's the end. So, all right. Please bear it responsibly. Yes. Good night and good luck.